Producer Doug here. I just want you to know this is the fifth time I'm trying to record this, so I'm just going to shoot from the hip. All of our DCC audio wants you to know about Pop Culture Classroom. Now, this is a great program. They take comic books uh, to elementary schools, jails, uh, to for like, you know, illiterate, barely literate children and, and, and prisoners and they they do they have many programs. I'm just making it sound terrible, so I'm sorry, um, but I want to get this through. Uh, <laughs> uh, it uh, is an education program uh, with more than 600 hours of educational programming. Basically, it envisions individuals transformed by the educational power of pop culture to create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little Paul Shear on this. Sorry. Look, it's a great program. And because of them, we're bringing you these great con exclusives from Denver Comic Con. So please, please check them out. I think they're great. I mean, don't... There are so many things between the spectrum of elementary schools and prisons. There's middle schools and high schools and colleges and halfway homes and a van, you know, down by the river um, that... They hope that homegrown pop culture experiences can change the communities that we live in. I want this to go global, viral, globally. So please, check out Pop Culture Classroom. Uh, I think that's, uh, where's the, uh, there it is. At www.popcultureclassroom.org. They're legit. And hey, Give them some money. You know why? Because you're not paying for this. Kick them a buck. Kick them a couple bucks. Where's my $2? Where it should go to Pop Culture Classroom. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Sit here, Kari. This is the perfect seat for you. Not good. Uh, I am not Kari Payton. My name is Garrett Long. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Star Trek, I played on a little show called Star Trek Voyagers. And, uh, you know, in my, in, I moonlight as the celebrity moderator for other actors' panels, and I've been at Denver Comic Con, I think this is three years in a row. So without further ado, um, put your hands together for Mr. Kari Pitt. Yeah. yeah, we just get an Xbox, a little TV, we start playing video games right here. Just, 
ago, Javon dispensary in here. Boom <laughs> <laughs> on. So King Ezekiel had it going on. Oh, I'm going to go on TV. Make the wrong bush. That's okay. You know what? Let's look at the corner. It's just right. Yeah. Hey, when I was in college, I had a friend, Kevin Patterson. I called him KP, and I don't, I don't know what happened to him. So you're my new KP. I'm is that okay? Totally down with KP. Absolutely. Yeah. Control. Yeah, we had a chance to meet uh, for the first time. Yeah, at a convention that we both did in Washington D.C. Oh my God, that was that was great. Awesome con. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome con. Yes. And, uh, and and I got I got one of my first like perks for being King Ezekiel. Let me tell you. Please yeah. tell me all the perks okay, so, you got. Yeah. So 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 um. I'm, uh, I'm getting the people come come around and I'm signing uh, some some really cool art that's uh, that, that, that was uh, drawn by somebody that, who's got a booth that died. It turns out he's the weapons instructor uh, and a sergeant in the uh, Washington D.C. Police Department. And so um, so he comes to uh, to to show me uh, his stuff or whatever. And he was like, "So would you ever want to take a helicopter ride around?" I said, "Yes." He's <laughs> like. He was like, don't you want me to finish my sentence? I was like, is there any of your sentence around Washington, D.C. in restricted airspace? Because, yes. <laughs> I was like, who gets to do that? So we, so, uh, so we drive out to, and if he, if he wasn't a police officer, I, I, I could have sworn that he was going to drive us out to like a construction site, and, and it's a place where you go to bury bodies. <laughs> but that's also where heliports are, apparently. So, so, uh, so we got in the, uh, got in the helicopter and, uh, and went twice around, uh, around uh, Washington, D.C. They said I couldn't take pictures of the White House because, um, because then people would come, call and start asking me questions. People in dark suits and, you know, little, you know, well, you, I think you just told me, you said you could take them, but you cannot post them yeah, on social media. Yeah, I post them. I didn't even take them. I was like, you know what, I, I don't need, I don't need any, any trouble. Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing about uh, about taking a, a tour with the uh, police department is is that um, is that it's not a leisurely tour around you know the uh, the city. It's like you like going like 150 miles an hour because because I mean when it comes to uh, police officers, these are the most testosterone filled dudes, and they, and, they, and anytime they get to show off, you know I mean it's just like you get in a, a police car with them, you know you know and not riding in the back, you know. That, their version of that, except we're like flying over the Potomac, like like 50 feet over the Potomac at 150 miles an hour past the Lincoln Memorial. And it, was just, it, was, it was amazing. And then, in the middle of it, because you're in a, a police helicopter, if they get a call, well, the tour stops, and then you just start looking for burglaries. <laughs> so, so we're headed this way, and uh, you know, going toward the toward the harbor, and then uh, and then the one guy says to the other guy, he's like, uh, "Did you hear the call?" Yeah, I heard the call. And then all of a sudden, I'm just looking down, right down at the Potomac. We just turn on our spin like that and head back toward the bad side of town, and, uh, and we start spinning, spinning on our side. And they and they're, and they're we're literally looking between buildings 
in, in this helicopter, and I'm just screaming my head off. Because that's what you do on a roller coaster. Apparently, I was told I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> you should have got on the microphone with the searchlight of the criminals. This is King Ezekiel. Get down on the ground, criminal. Get down. Lay your weapons down now. But he needed to, he needed to have that hidden. Sound like a sidearm or a sidearm over here? Yeah, I'm like, triple XL, that's what I'm that sidearm. So then I said to him, I said, you're going to be making busts wearing a Captain Proton t-shirt? He goes, yep, I'm undercover, so I'll be wearing the Proton shirt. I'm just imagining the, the guy that he busts. He's, he's hanging up, wait a minute, is that Captain Proton? The Voyager? Yeah, that's Proton for Voyager. It is. I know, you know, it's, I feel like it. Like you got 33 minutes and 20 seconds before all hell Blake breaks through. Right. <laughs> I just want you to know. What's the combination? I know, exactly. I'm going to hide back behind me. I think this is really It's sturdy. It's sturdy. All right. Um, do we have a microphone set up for questions here? Do we have a... Oh, you are the microphone. You're the real big microphone. Okay. Anybody have any questions? Raise your hands. Absolutely. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit up here and around. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. And I didn't get much sleep last night, so who knows what the hell I have a question about how do you prepare between the difference between Team Titans, Team Titans Go, and Lego Cyborg? Different types of body. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever 
you know, story that they're trying to tell or whatever way they're trying to tell it. The, the, uh, I always say that, that whatever cyborg is, it's pretty much me in, in whatever mood that is. If it's injustice, it's in a slightly darker mood than Teen Titans go, you know, and, um, and uh, Lego uh, Cyborg is, I mean, he's kind of a fanboy of, of the Justice League, you know, he's carrying around Batman's luggage and, you know, falling over Superman and Wonder Woman. And so, so, it's, uh, so that's just me, like, hanging out with Garrett Wall. So, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, Cyborg is probably the closest character to myself. So I, so I, I literally just kind of uh, uh, let it, let, let it guide me as far as uh, it's because because there are lots of different cyborgs and a lot of different um, uh, what do you say uh, uh, tones I guess you know you know sometimes he's uh, a half robot half bear in a tutu <laughs> and you know sometimes he's you know you know uh, uh, turning the world into a totalitarian society as Superman told him to so you know so there's there's a wide range. <laughs> Let us off me. Let us off me. Your uh, your voiceover resume is extensive, very very long. Do you prefer voiceover acting to on camera live action acting? I I love what I love most about my job is that I I don't have to choose. You know, is that is that I it's the it's the wondrous variety that I love about voiceover. And um, but uh, and, and then the I. Uh, and, and, and that's also the same thing that I, I love about uh, on camera is that uh, is that I'm I'm always playing a, a the, the characters I tend to get are very different kind of characters, you know. And so uh, I mean, like say with uh, you know with uh, King King Ezekiel, play a guy who's kind of this you know dude out of uh, you know a rent fair, you know, on one hand, but then he's got but then but then uh, you know he, he literally is. <laughs> you know, like takes off the clothes and then he goes home and you know it has uh, has his regular job. He's literally that guy in this character, you know. And so uh, and uh, and then and then there there are all the characters that I get to play. The variety is what I love. What I what the, the thing I get jealous about in voiceover is that is that there's sometimes that I that I think the best moment happens in the silence. And as a voiceover actor, you don't get to play those, you know. And uh, and so so that's what I really relish about uh, about on camera is uh, and also the, the the jumping, kicking, and shooting. You know what I mean? It's like it's like this is why I got into it. And I was like they were literally like, "Car, you're stuck," and I was like, "Nope." I was like, "Don't even call. Make one wig, make it fit my head. I'm doing everything until I can't walk. You know, I'm gonna be the dude. You know, you know, jumping out of buildings and." And uh, you know, and, uh, and, and, and killing zombies, because because uh, that's why I got into it. I, the first time I I did a uh, my first job actually ever in, in L.A. I I was in um, a Dracula movie. Yes, it was called Dracula Ascension. Real good stuff. <laughs> For Dimension Films, and I shot it in Bucharest, Romania. And they brought out my stunt dude, and it was a little Romanian dude with a little afro hat, and I was like, you sir. And sit over there. <laughs> I'll be taking care of you. You know, okay, but I am your stunt double. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to double you. Not today. Okay. I don't care. He sounded just like Tattoo from Advanced from, from, uh, from, from Island. I don't know why. 
what, what he did. And, and, uh, <laughs> but it was, but yeah, yeah, so, so uh, they, cause I was like up on wires, and, and uh, because, uh, you know, I, I, um, I actually was a medical student who injected himself with, uh, with um, vampire blood because he wanted to live forever. And so, uh, so I was like, you know, jumping off buildings and jumping over cars, you know, on wires and stuff. And they were like, we have a stunt double. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, why? This is why I came in. I literally got this job and you're gonna give it some other dude? Absolutely not. So, yeah, yeah. Until uh, until my arthritis kicks in really hard, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing all. I'm gonna be doing all. Okay. I will say one thing though. I I, I felt the same way on Voyager. I was like, okay, I don't need a stunt double. But the stunt the stunt coordinator, coordinator walked over and said, hey, um, you should let him do a little bit. I said, well, why? Because if he doesn't do anything, then he doesn't get any residuals and his kids don't eat. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll let him step off that step. So just let him do a little tiny little thing, and then the other stuff you do all Kids don't eat. Don't eat. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, that's that, that's that's true. That dude's kids didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that poor room, those poor Romanian children. Sorkin. Arlene, Arlene Sorkin. Thank you. I'm with her. So Arlene Sorkin, a big, beautiful eye. She's sitting next to me. You know, Arlene Sorkin is, of course, playing, uh, playing Harley Quinn, and Mark Hamill is playing
and I just went. Wrong. 
was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I was crying for this reason because I was thinking about in season three you and, you know, and Rick was with this and was man, I tell you this about. <laughs> you know, that's so good. I mean, every, every, every pivotal scene I've had uh, with, uh, with Melissa, she said some little thing that's, that's changed my perspective on, on the, uh, um, on the scene, so I absolutely love working with Melissa. But uh, but I, I'm also I'm in the same way. I'm I'm just in awe of Eddie James. I think he's one of the greatest actors. To be able to sit across and watch him work is is just a joy. You know the uh, the, the entire but the entire even though I haven't worked as much with everybody else, the, the working relationship though. Is it's such a family feel. It's uh, everyone. Everyone feels so grateful to be a part of this incredible phenomenon, and not you know, uh, let alone all the, the, the great stories we get to tell and the characters that are that that, that pull people in. Because because like 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 people always say, it's it's not about it's not about the genre. You know, it's uh, it's it's uh, in, in, in my mind, it's about it's about the family you lose and the family you find. You know, and, and I think that that uh, that's that's what pulls people in is, is that is that they you, you, you feel this familial atmosphere, and so uh, from and you feel it from Andy on down, and we're all out there. This is the most undiva show in the world. It is uh, it's the, it's the biggest show in the world, but we shoot it like it's an independent feature that that the producers are uh, neglected to get location permits, and we're just trying to finish up before the police get here. You know? <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's hot, it's sweaty, it's nasty. It's like, okay, towel, 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 let's go, let's go. You know, let's get it done. Cut it down, move on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and all of that humidity and, 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 uh, and dirt and mud and, and, uh, and, and grease coming off of, uh, you know, uh, you know, Norman's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it just bounds together, you know? And, and then Norman's another one. It's, it's like when he's standing over there, it looks like he's um, he's just this, this super badass, right? You know, Who's, who doesn't have to say a word. You know, all, all he has to say is like, like, the hell is it? You need those people around. You need some sherry in your life. 
I need some Cooper in my life. I'm glad I got him. So uh, I did not answer your question at all. You <laughs> did, but that's the answer you're going to get. <laughs> Just cut his head and move on, right? <laughs> Just cut his head off and let's move on. I've never, never heard that. Okay, now the question is, who's got the other microphone? Up there, okay, let's go. How do you manage that there's two multiple uh, voices and those two multiple voices sound different? Well, I had a close relationship with my pharmacist. <laughs> he, uh, well, you know what? When I, the way that I, I manage my, the funny thing is, is that the beauty of my career is that I was able to kind of grow into these voices. Uh, I start, like I said, I started off with, um, with Cyborg, who was like so close to me. And, um, and, uh, and so, and, and, uh, and Cyborg kind of lives his life with his, you know, hard on his sleeve. So, uh, so he, so whatever he's feeling, he just kind of lets it out. And I could kind of go for broke. And, uh, and by doing that, I was, I felt like I could make mistakes. And, uh, and when you're coming up with voices, I think that's, that's um, a lot of what you do is you just try it and see what happens. And, uh, and I've been given the leeway to, to try things and see what happens. It's, especially on a show like Teen Titans Go, you know, that, uh, that, that we, it's five of us in the booth, but we've got several characters that we got to throw in, and, and they'll say, uh, you know, Kari, you know, come up with something for this. And, um, and I just start to, I start to pull things from my, from my childhood and from, from, my, from my life. I was, uh, I just happened to be listening to, to, uh, to or watching a YouTube video of Bootsy Collins one week. And then I walked in and they said, Kari, we want you to do like this very white version of this thing. And I was like, I don't think it needs to be Barry White. I think it needs to be Boosie Collins. And so now, the couch spirit sounds a whole lot like Boosie Collins, baby. He says, you all need to relax. You need to learn to, to see into the couch, baby. Find all of the little peanuts and kernels and lost change. And don't worry about the monkey who stole the diaper. And, uh, and, and they wanted him to, uh, they wanted her. She, it's a, it's a her, the tooth fairy. And, and, uh, and but they wanted her to be, uh, you know, some kind of creepy thing. And I was like, can she be Lock of Taxi? And, <laughs> and, uh, and so I wanted, so I wanted to end there everything with, thank you very much. And they were like, no, no, we won't get sued. And I was like, okay, can I say thank you really a lot? No, you can't say thank you really a lot. Uh, just say da 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 da. And I was like. You know, so it's like, so you know, it's just like it's 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 um like to say, you know, pharmaceuticals and my weird, you know, imagination. You know, and you just uh you, you you come up with the little and sometimes it's little changes. Like uh like with uh with Aqualand Cowboy that uh, that, uh I played for Young Justice season three, yes! Yeah! 
changing my voice more about changing my attitude. You know, he was uh, he, he was a, a guy who, who uh, English was his second language, and he was and, and he had felt this very you know strong sense of responsibility, and uh, and and wanted to make sure that that when people when he spoke to people that that uh, that he was being understood. So I thought that he would he would have a way of speaking that he could say when he says something it's important and it's so important that you would need to lean in every time he would say something. And so and I'm not really changing my voice, but I am changing my voice in a way. And so he's a very different person. Don't say cyborg. It's also my voice. It's also my voice. But don't do news on those. You know, sometimes it's flavor. And then you just, you know, you catalog them in a little box and you pull them out when somebody wants to pay you some money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you do the outgoing message on my voicemail and your Bootsy Collins voice? <laughs> 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 And she's like, you know what? I'm done with that. I'm moving on. 
and I, I and uh, and I've got a, I'm moving on with my life, and I really don't want to deal with that anymore. And uh, and 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 that episode was literally about you know what? This is the time when Beast Boy, literally the youngest one of the uh, of the Titans, has to learn what it means to grow up. You know, this is the last last lesson you learn as a teenager. And uh, and so yes, there's unanswered questions, but they're unanswered for a reason. Because uh, because the last thing you gotta learn is is that uh, is that life doesn't always give you, work out the way you uh, need to, but that doesn't mean that that, uh, that life's a bad thing. That's just the way you learn sometimes. And so and so literally, we live, if we if we did a season six, literally that lesson means nothing. <laughs> means absolutely nothing. And apparently it meant nothing anyway because nobody got that. Everybody's just like we want to know what happened. We want to know season six, and we're like, dude. And uh, I think it's a very good one. But uh, you know, the, why the um, why the, and the but the beauty of of, uh, of those five characters is that you can take the old show and then you can take Teen Titans Go to totally different, you know, kind kind of in tone uh, shows, and, uh, and and it still resonates with with uh, with people. So so uh, it was, was kind of like when when Teen Titans Go became a big hit. Uh, I turned to Scott, and I had Scott Mendel, who plays our Robin, and I said, dude, do you know what this means? We're just going to be doing <laughs> Like, you know, we're going to do this for a while, and then we'll stop, and then we're just going to do another. They're just going to switch it up because, you know, you put that mystery machine and some Scooby Snacks in there, that joke just works, man. Maybe they'll bring in Scrappy Doo, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the Teen Titans will never be, be, uh, be gone. Because uh, because those five characters just for some reason they work together and uh, and they happen to hire I think you know some of the most dynamic voice actors that, that you'll uh, find because they're they're not because uh, each one of us uh, Tara Strong, Hendon Walsh, uh, Greg Sykes, and, and Scott Mendel uh, are so funny but they're also such grounded dramatic uh, actors as well that they can play both sides. And, uh, and so, and, and, and I think that that's, that's why we somehow work so well together. So, uh, so, so um, the next iteration of Teen Titans, you know, will, uh, will probably be something very different from, from, uh, from Teen Titans Go. Maybe it'll be more serious than, uh, than, uh, than the first Teen Titans. Like I said, now, we, you know, I was a fan of Tutu. But like we got a little weird in there once a while. So yeah, so I'm sorry, but I also feel like it's kind of a beautiful way to end it. You know, it's and, it, and it's not your normal way of ending the show. And uh, and I don't think I, I wouldn't be happy with ending that show in a in, in, in a in a in a normal way because it was because it was because uh, it was a beautiful thing to happen. And we will we'll make a beautiful thing again. Really nice. Okay. We have, uh, uh, if you can get a chance to ask a question, Kari talks a little too much. No, he will be at his table uh, later, so you can go ask him and come by and say hi. But we have time for one more question. Uh, go ahead. What can you tell us about the progress on Young Justice Season 3? Yes, we recorded several episodes. It's going to be awesome. It's going to blow your mind. Ooh. We have time for another question. Time for another question. Get back there, Mario. Get back there, Mario. 
weird treating a pre uh, person in a green morph suit as a tiger? Actually, it's a blue morph suit. I call him the tick. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, actually, that's that's the stunt dude. So so only when he's mauling somebody is, is that dude around. So uh, most of the time, there's uh, there's just you know a real tiger. Would it be real? No, I, I, most of the time there's literally nothing there. Something, sometimes there's an animatronic uh, uh, tiger. We, uh, you know, like, like I said, this, we, we shoot really fast. If we, if we had a live tiger on set for even a moment, it would stop everything down. I don't think it'd be good for the tiger. It probably wouldn't be good for, you know, somebody. They'd probably lose a toe or something, you know? So, uh, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, should, we should learn a lesson from Siegfried and or Roy. <laughs> You know, they're like, you know, something, you know, let's just paint that in with a <laughs> But yeah, but literally the first shot that I saw, um, that, that I think you ever saw of me from, uh, from the, uh, the trailer from, from a year ago, there was nothing in it. And there's a moment where, uh, where, uh, where she roars, and I kind of look over there, and I remember distinctly thinking to myself, wonder what you gonna look like. <laughs> I just hope it's good, because everyone's going to blame me for the down about the work day. That thing looks like some kind of heavy old short stuff that So, uh, so yeah, yeah, we got 15 more seconds. Who's got a really quick question? Give it to me. some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.